Welcome to Education Beat. I'm Ann Vasquez, CEO of EdSource. Black students face ever-increasing rates of depression, anxiety, and suicide. But one group of young people in California is working hard to reverse that, one personal connection at a time. Black Students of California United, based in Fresno, is a network of hundreds of black middle and high school students throughout the state. They meet regularly to brainstorm about policy, take action on issues affecting them, and build personal relationships. The key to the group's success? Students say it's because the message comes from young people, not grown-ups. You're gonna be around students who look like you and somebody's gonna have like some common um, goals or common like dreams that you have. What impact has this group had on black students? Here is this week's Education Beat with host Zadie Stavely. Benny Williams was only one of a handful of black students at his high school in Stockton. He says often his teacher's comments made him doubt himself. Like a chemistry teacher told me, um, like I wasn't shooting for anything because like I was not doing so good on like my first couple of tests in like this honors chemistry class. So her saying, you know, I'm not shooting for anything may have like meant like tough love or like a way of her thinking she could like get to me or like make me understand. But um, in actuality, when she said like, you're not shooting for anything, like multiple um, like thoughts, like went into my like, well, what is she like truly saying? Or like, you know, is there something like underlying in that message? Benny also found himself censoring his own comments in class. I took AP courses and oftentimes it was just a small group of students and I was like the only student that looked like me. So ideas that I did have or like things that I wanted to say could be seen as like, you know, just not the norm. Then an advisor for the school's Black Student Union pointed Benny to Black Students of California United, where he immediately felt at home. It felt more welcoming. It's just like a war- overall more welcoming space. It was kind of like, I would say inspiring just to see like a collective group of like students, um, one who like were talking about like their college aspirations, talking about like their career goals. Um, and just like kind of like breaking against or like disproving like some narratives that are said about black children not wanting to be like aspirational. This is Education Beat, getting to the heart of California schools. I'm Zadie Stavely. This week, how Black students are supporting each other and advocating to make change in their schools. My colleague Carolyn Jones wrote about Black students of California United for EdSource. Hi, Carolyn. Hi, Zadie. So, Carolyn, tell me how you found out about the Black Students of California United. Well, for me, it started because I know that there's been some data that's come out recently showing a big spike in anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts among young Black people. And I started going through the data and, you know, going back five or 10 years, that was not the case. Actually, Black students had significantly lower rates of depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts than their peers. And I started looking into why that might be. And there's been a lot written about it. 
what I'm told from talking to, you know, a number of young black people and therapists and so forth is that, you know, persistent racism and inequities, you know, that hasn't gone away. And in fact, in, in some ways, the more attention that's paid to it, the more it affects people's mental health. That, um, you know, kind of the continued spotlight on police violence, you know, it's a good thing that these stories are brought to light. But I think for a lot of people, you know, they're very upsetting. COVID also had a disproportionate impact on communities of color and affected student mental health. And also I've been told from some people that there's a real stigma uh, sometimes for, you know, asking for help if you feel like you might need to talk to a counselor or a therapist. Um, and also there's a huge shortage of black counselors and therapists, um, both in the schools and in, in the profession at large. And there's a lot of efforts to try to change that. But right now the numbers are still pretty low. So if you're a young black person and you want to talk to a black counselor, you might not be able to find one. And then I thought, well, you know, I'm sure that there's people doing something about this. And, and I found this group that um, is a network of, you know, hundreds or maybe even more than a thousand young black people in California who work together on these issues. And I talked to a bunch of them and it seems to be really successful and showing a lot of progress. So I was really inspired by that. And I thought readers would want to know about it. Can you tell us a little bit about how this group was founded? It was founded in 2016 by a couple students in the Central Valley in the Fresno area, young black students who thought that there was a need to kind of network and connect beyond their own high school. A lot of high schools already have black student union clubs or um, black focused organizations, but there was nothing really that linked these groups. There was no statewide organization that was, you know, totally devoted to issues affecting black young people. And, you know, likewise, there's a lot of groups like junior statesmen. I mean, there's a lot of groups that do something similar, but they're sort of for all students. There was nothing specifically for black students. So these students kind of took it upon themselves to start this group. And it started small with just a handful of students. And it really grew quickly. Um, and a lot of students, it just really resonated. We had five um, African-American youth that came to a couple of us and said, we need an organization where black students have a voice. Um, that they're appreciated. This is Angie Barfield, a co-founder of Black Students of California United. She's now the interim executive director. She says those five students shared some of the challenging experiences they were facing in school. Teachers um, speaking down to them, teachers or administrators having preconceived notions about who they were as Black students. When the students would ask for certain things, you know, that were more culturally relevant to them. Um, they were marginalized or dismissed. Just this feeling of, I don't belong. You know, a lot of our schools don't really bring to the forefront the excellence that is Black students, Black education, Black innovators, Black um, contributions. And what we're finding is it's because the teachers don't know. And so, we talk about that Black students are out of control. Um, black students, you know, they're disrespectful um, and all these different things. And it's like, okay, is there anything relevant to them in the lesson? Is there anything pulling them into the conversation that makes them feel like, hey, you know, I'm a part of this too. And, and that was really the issue that those five young people were bringing to the forefront. Like, yo, we should not have to wait till February to talk about us. It should be every day because we're learning about everybody else. There's so much more to Black history and culture that a lot of these students were not aware of. So when they sit in these spaces and all they hear is the bad about who they are, 
It affects how they engage in their education. Um, it affects how they engage with their teacher, you know? And so when the BSCU came about, it was like, how do we fix that? How do we address that? And then how do we engage these young people with people at the next level of education that can help them and support them? When Benny Williams attended his first BSCU conference, he says it was eye-opening. I got to like learn more about like black history than I like ever did. And it was really sort of like, um, also like eye-opening because we were like exposed to like, you know, just different like keynote speakers, different um, like leaders in like communities. And oftentimes like we just don't get that representation. When Black Students of California United started back in 2016, it was in 23 schools. Now they're in 160 schools. Carolyn, can you share a little bit about how the organization works? Now it's, you know, hundreds of students across the state, and it's divided into three different initiatives, I guess. Um, they have a youth senate, which is kind of modeled on the California state legislature, where they have conferences and they debate policy and they meet with political leaders to talk about political issues. There is a health initiative, and that's really where the peer work comes in. Students talk to each other via social media, via meetings, conferences, um, online events, in-person events, just to talk about mental health, physical health, substance use, you know, reproductive health, you know, anything that would affect young people. And then the third group is a black male mentoring project, which has also been very successful. They also have a newspaper that was pretty cool. They put together their own online newspaper. It's on their website. Check it out. There's great articles in there. Really interesting. And they put it together themselves and, um, you know, opinion pieces and mental health tips and a guide to Black-owned bookstores in California, all sorts of really cool things. And so you talked to several um, students who are, who are currently part of this group. Um, tell us a little bit about what you, you know, what they told you, some of their stories. Well, what I heard from a number of students is that this group is especially useful for students who go to schools with very few Black students because there's a real lack of community there. And they were saying that this really connected them to this larger world out there beyond their own high school. Um, I mean, one girl I talked to, she was, uh, her parents are from Ethiopia. She herself was born in Ethiopia. And she went to a school, middle school and elementary school that had very few black students. She says, I just didn't really know what meant, what it meant to be black in this, in this country. And she felt a little bit embarrassed to join her school's black student club. She didn't really feel black, you know, so this group really connected her with young black people of all backgrounds from all parts of the state. And it just opened doors for her to all sorts of possibilities that she didn't even know existed. Role models, mentoring, friendship, socializing, connecting her with people on issues that she cares a lot about, like social justice, civil rights, uh, mental health. So I heard that over and over from students that it just really opened doors to them beyond their own high school. Benny Williams signed up to represent the Stockton area in BSCU's Youth Senate. He eventually became vice president. We did a lot. So we kind of like served as like the liaisons from like our areas and our high school black student unions and like relayed information over to just like the statewide organization. And so um, through like the Youth Senate, we did things like talk to our school board we did like research projects on like detention rates um, among students and also just held like 
many conferences like in our regions. There were social and mental health benefits as well. Benny says talking to people at BSCU was a breath of fresh air. I wasn't like constrained or I wasn't like forced to like hold back how I truly felt. At BSCU, like I was able to like just sort of like open up, like we were able to talk to each other about like things that we were facing, whether it be like, hey, has the teacher ever told you this? Then you'd like kind of made you like second guess yourself or like, did your counselor tell you that, you know, you shouldn't shoot for like four year college? Like, and I think being able to talk one is like a form of like therapy in itself because like you're able to like let it out. So um, in that space, we're able to just like be ourselves and not have to um, like do the um, sort of code switching that like we're actually like taught to do from like a young age. And Benny says the group destigmatized mental health issues. It doesn't have to specifically like beat the black community, but oftentimes just like in marginalized communities, it's kind of like looked down upon to um, ask for help or like talk about feelings or just talk about what's going on through your head. Um, a lot of times, but I think BSU like really taught us like with like their health initiatives, um, really that it's just like okay to ask for help and like actually sometimes um, because of like just like structures and systems like you're dealing with this because of like a lack of like compassion towards people that like look like you. So it like really just destigmatizes like, hey, um, we're not actually dealing with something that's like one single isolated like issue, it's actually like pervasive throughout marginalized communities. After Benny graduated, the group started a health ambassador program. That was really interesting to me. They meet together to talk about resources that are available that students might not know about. And then they try to spread the word at their own high schools and among their friend groups. And to just let people know, oh, you know, there are these free service, you know, free counseling is available or you know, information they need to know about drug and alcohol use or um, family issues, friend issues, you know, anything that comes up. Um, it gives them a place to talk about it amongst themselves, but then also to sort of spread the word in their communities. I think, you know, one thing I did hear a lot about, too, from these students is the, the importance of, I mean, this group is run by students. There are a couple adults involved, but they they act more as advisors or guides, they don't run anything. The students do everything. They plan the conferences, they decide what issues they're gonna take on, they plan the meetings, they plan the socializing, everything. And the students really seem to like that a lot and that really seemed to um, be the difference for them. Um, and they also said that some of these peer-to-peer -peer messages are much more effective than adults telling them what to do. Um, I think that holds true for all teenagers everywhere, <laughs> as any parent will tell you. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they, they all said that for them, that that's what really made the difference. Angie Barfield says Black students have different mental health needs than their non-Black peers. And so um, the health ambassadors have taken that on to say, we want to have these conversations. We want to put out awareness. We want to speak to these things that are important, not just vaping, not just weed and, and all that, but hey, how are you doing your mental health? Because our community does not look kindly upon, you know, going and seeking supports. So they're building this platform to where the young people can come together. What Black Students of California United does is more necessary now than ever, she says. With all the things that are happening in society right now, 
uh, with uh, Mr. Tyree Nichols, right? Our students saw those videos and you know immediately they thought about that could have been me. That could have been my brother. That could have been my dad, you know? And some of them have had encounters with law enforcement. So it could have been a triggering moment. So it feels good to know that the BSCU is not just about formation, but it's also about healing. We're here to help support our districts and understanding, creating affinity spaces for these students um, so that they can release and feel safe on campuses. It's important. So right now, with the state of society, I think every school, if they have, I don't care if it's 500 Black kids or one, that child should know I have somewhere to go and I can find safety here because I'm getting my education here. And this is a part of my education. Benny Williams feels that joining BSCU would be beneficial to any Black student. I can't even like explain how much of a value BSCU is because it's like made such an impact. It's seriously a community and a network that you should really tap into. Um, one, because you're going to be around students who look like you and somebody's within that group is going to have like some like common um, goals or common like dreams that you have. And it's important to just like connect with them. So like people from my class in the BSU, um, we still talk to each other like every other week in group chats. The value is like just to have another like group of students like to talk to, but also just some like the opportunities to learn more about like a history that you haven't been taught learn more about some contributions that often get overlooked and um, just learn how to be like leaders in your community, advocates. Benny is now a senior at Morehouse College, a historically Black college in Atlanta. He's studying political science. It's kind of hasn't hit me yet that I'm graduating. I'm first generation college student, so that's a pretty big deal. He says BSCU influenced his decision to go to Morehouse, and it also influenced what he's done there. I took back that same like leadership drive that I had at BSCU, and I ran for like our student government my freshman year, won a position. Since like being Morehouse, I'm on the debate team, um, member of the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. National Chapel Assistance Program. Um, I'm a student ambassador, so. It's been like a pretty great experience. And I would say without a doubt, met like some of like the best friends um, ever at this college. He's thinking about pursuing a graduate degree either in law or journalism, in part to help others. Like whatever I do in life, I do want to like take skills and like what I learned in political science to kind of just help people advocate for themselves, for their communities, like help make like positive like impact in their own bubbles in general. Um, But I'm also the news editor for our college newspapers. So I also have like a passion and interest in journalism. So however I can combine those two is what I want to do. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Education Beat, Getting to the Heart of California Schools, a production of EdSource. You can find Carolyn's story at edsource.org. Our producer is Kobe McDonald. Special thanks to our guests, 
Benny Williams, Angie Barfield, and Carolyn Jones. Our CEO is Ann Vasquez. Our theme music is from Blue Dot Sessions. This episode was brought to you by the Dirk and Charlene Cabsonell Foundation. I'm Zadie Stavely. Join me next week and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.